0: Hello, everyone. I want you to get excited because some guy in Austin and I answer all your questions this episode so you can properly prepare for next week's hometown dates. These questions include, but are not limited to, the following. Is ABC setting up Nate, the Michael B. Jordan of Bachelor Nation, to be our next lead? What is Rachel hiding in those ginormous sleeves of her Red Lady Diana gown? Is Tino getting too big for his britches? And how did Logan contract COVID on the valiant lady? I'll give you a hint. The answer is leather clad, and she's holding a whip. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise, and no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe, but thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 274 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're talking about episode six of The Bachelorette with the Gabby Rachels. I want to say that it was an interesting episode. We had a lot of things uncovered. Um, We could have done it in 30 minutes, but it was two hours. So everything took a while, but there were some things that happened that are worth discussing. And I know you have thoughts and feelings about Gabby. She's the one with brown hair (laughs) Um, (laughs) that you and I email or texted back and forth with. So I want to get into that. Before we do, though, overall, we are about halfway through the, uh, the season, maybe a little bit more. How are you feeling about the season? Do you feel that it has been good? Have you enjoyed two Bachelorettes? Do you feel like you know the characters? What are your thoughts halfway through?
1: Okay. So we are officially, there's what, 10 episodes. So we're, we're over the, over the hump, if you will. Over the hump. Yes. At least until we get to fantasy suites, if you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) So, uh, I don't, I'm not sure this is working for me. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) I feel like you're breaking up with me.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. It's not it's not it's it's, it's
0: not quote, you, it's me.
1: Yeah, quote uh one of the bassarets, I forgot whose name is. It's not you, it's me. I know that's cliche, but I'm gonna use it anyway. Um no, I, I think both of these women have um pretty significant relationship kind of trauma that they're airing right before mm-hmm. our eyes. Yeah. Um do you remember we used to laugh because Brad Wilmack had a therapist on site? <laughs> Let's bring him back. Right. It turns out that Brad Wilmack was the most sane person we've had.
0: <laughs> bring him I, back. I
1: and I don't want to use the word crazy because I don't think that's the issue. I just, no. obviously next week is going to be, I think brutal with hometown or is mm-hmm. it hometowns next week? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hometowns for so the guys.
1: It's going to be tough for the tall Gabby, Rachel. And then the, the other one, is just so worried about being rejected and not mm-hmm. loved and all that. We, we're we going to get to the bottom of that, but it mm-hmm. looks like there's some family drama next week, which is awesome. Um, it looks like it was a short jaunt around Europe, unless they're going to fly to the families <laughs> there.
0: Right. I don't think they are.
1: Yeah. They just I, went, yeah, went,
0: we, we had two stops. <laughs> and we're headed back.
1: I mean, I can see Jesse Palmer's agent. He's like, well, look, if he's going to sign on for this thing, I mean, he's got to go to France and show he speaks French. <laughs> and then he's also, we, just in case there's an NFL France that launches. And then he also, his favorite city <laughs> in the world is Amsterdam. So either you hit those two spots or you're looking for a new guy. <laughs> That's how I think that materialized. Um, the cruise ship thing is mysterious to me.
0: Yeah, yeah I think that it's was not probably working.
1: A, well, it was a COVID thought. It
0: had to be, which but, apparently I mean, backfired not, on them.
1: It's, just, it's equivalent to them having the entire like Empire State Building to run around in. There's, I mean, yeah. thirty two people on a cruise ship is. I mean, there's probably more rats on board <laughs> than there are people. And it's gonna play basketball, they're swimming, they're saunaing. And it's like Yeah. Yeah.
0: Here's where here's where it all falls apart for me. I if you had if you had asked me, you know, what week are we in? I know we do this every week, but it feels like week three. Yeah. It feels like we don't know anything about anyone because they Because they are having to split up and we are watching two different journeys and I have no, we are still asking each other when we watch on Monday nights, what's his name again? Who is that? Yeah. And, and whenever it's the, it's the week before hometowns, we should not be asking what's that guy's name again. And, and I've barely seen him before, you know, Spencer went away not many people know Spencer's name. Ethan went away. He finally, you know, did something this last episode, which was great. But that's where it's breaking down for me because typically we would have had six weeks to learn 12 different guys. We have six weeks to learn 24 different guys. And so yep. you're having, they don't have as much airtime. And therefore, I'm not invested in any of them. That's and right. I, couldn't care less who they pick. I mean, it's not going to be a, oh, um, Todd's rooting for that one and I'm rooting for that one or Laura really likes him and I really like him too. We don't do that because we just are kind of shrugging our shoulders saying, okay, they're on the rolling Virgin and floating Virgin. Here we go. <laughs> I, 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 We don't care. Okay. And, While I'm thinking about it, let me just say, Stephanie found out last night that the last two episodes, so Fantasy Suites and the finale, are going to be on Tuesday instead of Monday. So September 20th is the finale, but that's a Tuesday, and the week before is on Tuesday too, so it must be NFL football or something that comes on Monday nights that's bumping it to the next night.
1: Yeah, they're they're struggling this season, I think. They are. I agree agree with you. There's just too much going on, um, you know, to focus on one person. But to my point earlier, I think the biggest thing going on is these two Bats are a mess. They don't seem Mm -hmm. to be enjoying themselves at all. Uh, I The guys seem lost in all of that confusion. And there's not – you're right. There's not one – dynamic guy that appears to be in the lead. I mean, Tino maybe, but that's just cause True. he can make out, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> that's, that's another part of yeah. this puzzle too, with whenever you have time limits, whenever you have two hours. So you had, um, Rachel having a one-on-one Gab- Gabby sort of having a one-on-one, both of them having group dates. I mean, that's,
1: the, Gabby had the dead man walking date.
0: <laughs> yes, she so- did. And that's, and that's, I wanted to, let's, let's dive into that first with Gabby, whose one-on-one date was with Nate, who no, wait, is a solid guy. Out, I, I think. want
1: to point out a, an unconscious bias that you have. Yeah. Because if Chris Harrison had shown up with a, uh, a gray suede jacket to counsel our bachelorettes in Amsterdam, you uh-huh. would you would have been over the moon <laughs> yet. No mention when Jesse Palmer shows up.
0: <laughs> yes. But Jesse Palmer did say, Gabby Rachel, because he doesn't know the difference between them either. He doesn't so care. you are not alone, my friend. You yeah. are not alone.
1: Yeah. Hey, how's this whole thing going for you?
0: <laughs> you
1: hey, yeah, girl. Yeah. Isn't it great. I'm not going uh, to care about your answer. You
0: could you could tell in that Gabby Rachel moment, Rachel was very 90s grunge for some reason, and Gabby is like trench coat yeah, chic. She's,
1: the, the she's got like the <laughs> The witch boots getting... or whatever you call those things. And then he, Gabby looks like she's getting ready to paint the house. She does. Or Rachel, I'm sorry. Whichever yeah. The, yeah. She looks like she's getting ready Rachel to go – Rachel Yeah, go she's plant in... something in the. Go plant some tulips or tulips. something.
0: <laughs> well, Gabby – has the worst, both of them, both of them have the worst poker face. Uh, just the worst poker face. Gabby looks on the verge of tears the minute every, you see her.
1: Every second of the And show. here
0: yeah. comes Nate. And then she's, her, that little face starts cracking. And she's trying to be cool. Like, hey, yay, we're going to experience Amsterdam. But before we do that, let's sit here on this breakup bench real quick. What's
1: messed up about that is, well, what? first of all, they, they did him the, injustice of giving him the quote date card yeah i mean she could have summoned him to any of the ante rooms in the you know <laughs> or the galley of the you know the the virginal mm-hmm. lady or whatever it is and and said hey dude um i was thinking about giving you one on one but i just want to be fair to you instead he's skipping around amsterdam <laughs> yeah, he you know, he's so
0: excited right? he's
1: all joyous about hey it's, it's all mine now i got the yeah. thing and instead of, you know, going trying on whatever hats the Amsterdamies wear <laughs> um, or smoking pot or whatever they do over there, he gets dumped. He severely, does immediately. Mm-hmm. dumped. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. because he has a daughter he was honest about.
0: That's right. and And here's what I appreciated about that. Essentially, ABC took 20 minutes with some very dramatic underscore below the conversation, very dramatic that Gabby does not feel that she and Nate are in the same places in their lives. Even though he checks all of her boxes, the one thing that she's nervous about, the one thing that she knows about herself is that she's not ready to be a mother. In fact, she doesn't know if she wants to be a mother and if she would be good at it. So through hiccuping, hyperventilating, choking tears, she tells him this. Mm-hmm. And he receives it and never really says that, you know, that's okay, don't worry about it. Um, he Because that's his daughter she's talking about. She's right. saying, what's he supposed to say to that? It's nothing about him. He happens to have a daughter. She doesn't want to be an instant mom and his response is very gracious, but his response is okay.
1: Yeah. What else? Thank you, you for to? telling
0: me. <laughs> ahead, it, but no. he's he's visibly upset because I think he genuinely liked her, and I can't tell. You'll have to because I I tend to lean in 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 a in a more sweet, emotional, positive way than you do. But it felt to me like she was really, really sad because she really, really liked him. If I had to interpret what you saw, you probably think she's really, really sad because she is really struggling with this, her own mother and motherhood.
1: Well, I think, I think it's, it's a combination of the two because here's my problem with it. Number one is in the screening process, we all know that's, a significant vetting process at this point because of social media and all the bad stuff, you know, people showing up naked in places and posting racist comments and all the stuff we've mm-hmm. had in the past. These guys are fully vetted. So are the bachelorettes. And so yeah. as we said, always, you know, this is the, this is equivalent to putting Emily Maynard on a plane, going to a racetrack.
0: Right.
1: Um, you <laughs> and know, then
0: in the race car yeah, on right, the racetrack.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Getting her, to a point where she's six shows in with this guy, where she's been told the first show by him, "Hey, I have a daughter I love a lot. And by the way, here's a didn't he give her a thing or show her something the daughter made? So it's it's tangible to her, mm-hmm. and you know it's no secret. I don't think she had some big revelation on the flight over to." Amsterdam that she could or that excuse me the boat ride over
0: (laughs) get it right
1: (laughs) Amsterdam where she couldn't do this. It's not like he dropped that on their first date. You know, it's she's known it from day one. So I thought that was a little unfair to him. Yes, Um, but it's also in a way unfair to her because they had to know that that's her big uh, that's the cork in the bottle with her. You know, you're never going to get around that. Um, But yeah, no, I agree. I think whatever emotional trauma she has carrying over and is preventing her from um, pursuing a relationship that otherwise she thinks would be constructive, despite his hair, his pearls, um, (laughs) his uh, short pants. By the way, do any of these guys have pants that fit?
0: No, it's a thing. I
1: mean, I thought I felt like Rachel should have given some of the taller guys her pants (laughs) because those certainly didn't fit. Um they, her. they
0: could have made pants from her sleeves.
1: I know. That oh were that, so big. The, the red dress. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> what was that?
0: Here's the thing though. Do you believe ABC is setting Michael B. Jordan Nate up to be bachelor contender?
1: No, I, if if no if, if they really. are if they are, it's not. I'm not seeing it. He's just not Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a personality
0: Well here's the thing though Which I keep going back to We don't know he doesn't have a personality We uh, we don't know If you had to pick one guy from Everybody here who would you pick That's the problem
1: (laughs) (laughs) They should bring that guy back He should just appear on the cruise ship (laughs) It's an (laughs) illusion (laughs) Big pot of smoke on the Lido deck and Roby shows up the rabbit and a handkerchief. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I can see that. <laughs> he's, like, talk- he's like, I'm
1: childless. I'm here.
0: <laughs> you have to love my rabbit, though. <laughs> 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 Don't boil my money.
1: Right. Oh,
0: man. I think that... Um, I think that of everybody so far from airtime, man, they they really laid it on thick with him. If if he chooses to leave his his darling baby girl again, he's definitely going to paradise.
1: Yeah, now sure. he'll be paradise because these guys. These days, all of these contestants, no matter what their station in life, uh, with the, maybe the rare exception of the one guy that gets nominated by his sisters and doesn't know yeah. anything about the show yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and doesn't bring notebooks on how to act, um, right <laughs> that rare exception, all these people are looking for followers and notoriety yeah. and all that. I, think, I don't think he's an exception. I think that's part of what comes with... Uh,
0: this We're signing up. well, this yeah. is the
1: first generation that's been completely raised on social media, right? And so they've mm-hmm. never, this is going to sound horrible grammatically, but they've never not had the internet or Instagram, or whatever. Mm-hmm. As a mm-hmm. That's how they've mm-hmm. all communicated.
0: Let's talk about Rachel and Zatch who tiptoed through the tulips yeah. on their one on one date and they did a nod to windmills and. We had some roadside cheese and some wooden shoes. And then there's a hot tub that was set up
1: in the middle of these tulips where... Would you call that a tulip field or a tulip patch? How would you refer to that? I
0: would say a field.
1: Yeah. A flock
0: of tulips.
1: I don't know. We'd have to look that up. There's got to be... And I'm not going to repeat my tulip joke, which, of course, you know is really funny. (laughs) I do. (laughs) um, Let's not. (laughs) Of course, I repeated it um, when Mrs. Some Guy and I were watching the show. (laughs) <laughs> and without looking up from her phone, she goes, I knew you were going to tell that joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I thought it too, as I saw the tulips. I yeah. went, oh, God. Well, it's well, yes, all,
1: all of the stereotypical <laughs> things you would expect in, you know, other than in, yes. sheesh and prostitution. There uh, you go. We saw that right? comes later, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. And very boring. Yeah. I mean, very boring. Yeah. We learned nothing. And then they go to dinner and she has on her, think of Lady Diana in her wedding dress, but cut off at the thighs and red. And that's yeah. what Rachel wore.
1: It looked like she had a curtain rod on mm-hmm. her shoulders holding mm-hmm. that. that. The dress was ridiculous. I mean, it looked like. It was
0: huge. She, she had huge, hammer huge, huge
1: shoulders. On. Upside down. She was like wearing <laughs> hammer pants on her.
0: You know what that is inside those sleeves? What makes them so big? What they're full
1: of? Uh, 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 tulips. Secrets. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> they're full of secrets. No, I, I so, would
1: say maybe that or emotional baggage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of her tears from the season are full in those sleeves. We we learn at dinner. Uh, they they try to make it seem like Zach has this big secret or something he has to reveal. But, but he's the one s-
1: that cried on the video date, right? He's the same. Yes, guy. he okay. cried.
0: Yes, and he's the first one to receive a second one-on-one, which is very telling. Actually, Nate he,
1: was sort of.
0: Well, yeah, I, I meant from Rachel's journey, not Gabby's journey. But he has um, a a big secret or something he must tell, and it's that he lost 85 pounds. So he used to be a big guy, and now he's a fit guy, and Rachel thinks that's the best thing ever, and so they make out about it. The end. That's all we know. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. He is falling in love with her. He told her that.
1: I think he tells her that next week too. According to the previews, yeah, no, right?
0: he next week he is in love. This he's week he's just here. falling in love. You're special too.
1: <laughs> I love you. You're pretty special uh, too. Thank winner. you. <laughs> Let's go meet your mom. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, let's talk about Rachel's group date since we're on Rachel because it was pretty semi eventful. There was, you know, something that happened. Um, there's some sort of cheese festival, and the guys have to wear yolks across their shoulders and hold cheese on these little boards, and we and they have to do it shirtless, and we have to see who can hold the cheese the longest. Now let me just say
1: I'm all about a show of strength contest.
0: Okay. Let's hear more. This well, is interesting.
1: I think the shirtless nature of that was a little, you know, of course it has to be a little debasing. In the well, shirt.
0: yeah. And make it more uncomfortable right. because that would on your skin.
1: Exactly. So, so exhibitions of strength are fine with me because, okay. um, you know, let the strongest man survive. Now the whole fighting thing or the whole putting on a stupid outfit, like we'll talk about in a minute and doing weird degrading mm-hmm. things that are far <laughs> beyond your moral um, so you're saying
0: arm wrestling, yes,
1: absolutely arm wrestling, or or holding cheese would be a good cheese. example of that um, throwing logs like in
0: the in the Scottish games where they're having to toss logs or something. That's Right,
1: yes, yeah. something like that is acceptable. Okay, interesting. Old, although the the whole like uh you know much, the machoist guy kind of wins the day. Like I think that's it's very. Um, Evolution based, right? Only the strong survive type of thing. Okay. And I think these days, what women are are searching for is a combination of that and sensitivity. So I would like mm-hmm. to see a sensitivity element to these dates. Okay. Like, maybe- why do
0: you think how? So they're holding it on their shoulders, and they keep adding blocks of cheese, big, huge wheels of cheese. And Tino wins. Ethan comes in second. So it's between the two of them at the end. What do you think the secret is to holding the cheese the longest?
1: Um, being the strongest and not being um, a uh, not being a mentally weak guy that allows himself to get beat. <laughs> Tino got in his head.
0: He got in his head. Yep. Ah,
1: yep. hated that. He seemed like a decent guy, but he's just get going to get eaten alive in this format. Totally. he's a guy that would like pull your chair out.
0: Yeah, he's normal, nice.
1: Right, he needs time, he seems like. And this is not true,
0: not his thing. But Tino wins, which means Tino is the cheese king, Mm -hmm. which means at the cocktail party, Tino thinks I deserve Date Rose. And when he doesn't get it, Tino has a little bit of an attitude. What did you think about that?
1: Well, I thought because. The pain, the physical pain probably involved in winning that challenge, and then the subsequent neck and shoulder pain was probably what was operating there, I think. Mm. So he felt like, look, man, I can't even you know, sit up straight because my neck is out of whack, and I can't even get the date rose. What do I have to do? Tino should not have been upset, though. He should realize, big picture, the guy's still in first place.
0: Right, and he got the date rose last week. That's Everybody right. knows you can't get it twice. In a row, right.
1: typically. Well, there are there no are rules.
0: No roles. Brr. But at most times, she's... A, and what, what happened at the cocktail party? Guy after guy after guy praising her, adoring her, telling them how much they want her to meet their family. And you are so great. And here is a pedestal. And so she's just getting accolades, 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 accolades. And Tyler did a good job of saying hey, it was hard to see you kissing on Tino in the middle of the town square as the cheese king. But that doesn't deter me from still wanting to pursue you and still thinking that you're my girl and still thinking that this is great and still wanting to introduce you to my family, blah, blah, blah. So she was just blink, blink, blink on cloud nine. and But she ended up giving him a rose at the end, of course. And Ethan was the one who had to go home. So Rachel is left with Zach, Tyler, Tino, and Avon. Mm-hmm. And Avon is probably one of those where you're saying, who is Avon? He had a one-on-one last time, but yeah. He's,
1: I, gonna, it, he's going to paradise.
0: He's totally going to paradise. And those those are her four, and she just had a great week where she didn't cry. Now, Gabby, on the other hand, let's talk about her group date. Ugh. How would you describe
1: <laughs> I would rather hold wheels of cheese. <laughs> Me too. Hours Me at a time, too. To subject myself to this stupid. Tell so, the
0: listeners what happened with you know, Susie, the lady in what I'm assuming is the red light district.
1: Yeah, you know what's weird. I am sure that there are those people all over Amsterdam, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a thing there. It's a very free, open. You know sexually liberated city everything's legal there because they tax the hell out of it and you can get pretty much anything you want including uh s m um mm-hmm. for our our more um morally right uh, listeners i'd like to just say that that's um now watch me whip kill it. now watch me nana okay now watch me whip whip watch me nana why and they have to do some kind of pseudo sexual thing mm-hmm. with the their outfits and the whipping and the wax and the, mm-hmm. um, now we've got these guys in, I can't imagine like, you know, you come home and you see your parents for the first time in whatever, 36 days, and they've been wondering about you and you come in and there's some strange woman there with like a dozen roses for your mom. And there's oh this is this is Rachel and she's the girl of my dreams. Well, tell us what you did in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, mom, it was the funnest thing. They put me in this pair of tight little red leather shorts, and they poured wax on my nipples, and I could stand the most pain. <laughs> so I won the date rose. I mean, my parents would be thrilled that that was going to be aired. I can't and then I can't imagine if that, that was my my son or my daughter. <laughs> I, I just, I you know, and everyone's seen it. And you know, like uh, you know, Joe Lunchbox. You know, Dad's going down to the, you know, <laughs> going down to the plumbers union for a beer or something, and you know, he's going to take a bunch of grief from his buddies about that. I don't know how many they, plumbers union members watch The Bachelor, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. I know
0: what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I also think that. No one wanted to do that. No. And, and no by the way, one, but Gabby did. Gabby was all about, I think really? this is very important. And uh, well, she mm.
1: said him pour in about 100 imporin. times. I mean mm-hmm. did, um, yeah. Who was the sex positive? Was that Katie that was sex positive? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if the whole show is going to take this sex positive theme, then why are we bleeping out all of the sex words? <laughs> we, we know what they're saying. <laughs>
0: I don't. (laughs) I don't. Here we have Susie in her black leather outfit with her whip, and she's teaching them all of these things. And none of the guys, and it's not that they're embarrassed. I don't think that these guys, well, I mean, maybe a percentage is embarrassment
1: is a better word but
0: that's what it is they're saying why are we doing every single one of them and and finally it's johnny the guy with eyelashes who she says is very macho because he wears motorcycle bikes boots it's finally him who just thinks oh my gosh we're on this show we got to lean into this and so he tries to make it funny and then the rest of the guys laugh with him and, and, and lean in that direction. Most of them are horrified is exactly what you're saying. And she will ask them very personal questions and they just look at her and say, um, I'm not going to tell you that she did say that we had to have a safe word.
1: Yeah. I thought it made me laugh because I pictured you yelling pineapple. Pineapple.
0: That's right. And I thought Johnny was going to say it. That would have been awesome. But he said pumpkin was his safe word. And half the time she's asking him a question, he'll go pumpkin. Cause he didn't, and he's trying to make it funny, but it was not funny. Yeah. And it wasn't that it was uncomfortable. I, it was stupid. It was degrading. It was kind of rolling your eyes and, uh, hey, everyone, do we want to fast forward through this part? Because I don't really care what we find out, which is going to be nothing. And, no, and like I said, they they eventually got to a point where they're laughing at each other and giggling and trying to make it humorous, which yeah. was the way to go, in yeah. my opinion.
1: Well, what... um. I know that I know that the I Hate Green Beans podcast has and and and, um, and blog has a safe word which is mm-hmm. pineapple. Yes. Um, do you have an individual safe word, or, or if you were asked that question in the S and M Dutch, or I mean, uh, is it Dutch? <laughs> the Dutch? Yeah, I guess Dutch. Mm-hmm. Dutch. or Yeah. S Dutch date. Um, what would your safe word be?
0: It would still be pineapple.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> do you have one?
1: I think mine would be Metroplex. Oh. (laughs) Anyone in Texas knows like Dallas is the only, Dallas is sort of uppity. Everyone knows that. And and it's the only place in the entire United States. I've been everywhere. I've been, I've been all over the country. No one says the Metroplex except people in Dallas. (laughs) So that would be my safe word.
0: What is a Metroplex?
1: Uh, You have to ask people in Dallas. (laughs) Apparently it's a, a series of really pretentious, uh, uh, independently incorporated <laughs> cities, uh, stitched together,
0: plexing, yeah, yeah. okay, west
1: of, or uh, east of Fort Worth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, here's my favorite part about this date they all go home and get ready to go to the cocktail party. And Jesse knocks on Gabby's door. She's yeah. in her yellow, sparkly Dancing with Stars dress. Yep. And he says-
1: He looks very somber, by the so, way. So yeah. somber.
0: And for two minutes, he just says, I got to tell you something. Something has happened. You're not going to like it. It's really bad. Maybe you should sit down for this. I just have to- For two minutes, and we're thinking, what? Just spit it out, Jesse. Well, the big news is that Logan, the guy who flipped from Rachel's journey to Gabby's journey, has COVID. Yeah. Well,
1: well, do I, you I think?
0: Here's my question. No, did I he,
1: don't think he has he, COVID. He, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that <wasn't> my, question. <laughs> my question was, did he get it from Susie? Susie's whip. You,
1: you, you know what? That's is. I would expect maybe um, (laughs) monkeypox. Here's my thing, though. I why? Where did he get it? He's yeah. They're
0: (laughs) they're just locked on the (laughs) rolling virgin. Why are they? But then they go out and about in Amsterdam. But but he but that was too soon. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And then they're testing them. And then I think, why are you testing them? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, this feels very strange. Well, and I'll tell you she's what's just...
1: strange, and here's what I think. It's a continuity issue, too, because yeah. something's going on with Logan, and I think that the meeting with the guys where he's very cryptic, he doesn't even know – and by the way, someone says, well, is he okay? Yeah, he's okay. No one says, well, what's going on with Logan? it would have been really easy for Palmer to say, hey, he's got COVID and we're going to test all you guys and whatever. Yeah. Palmer's just like, hey, I've not, you notice Logan's not here. There's an issue. And I think that was filmed before the Gabby thing. So I just think something's going on with Logan and it's not COVID. Oh,
0: well, see, that makes sense, too, because you he's got COVID and then we're all looking around going, you're going to test the other guys? You're going to make them quarantine? Well, What's happening? Everybody has to
1: Stay the, on the boat. <laughs> she's been making out with him and having one on the Street. I mean, yeah, yeah. And but then, then, then we, we the get
0: boat. we get fast forward to the cocktail party, and it's just casually mentioned that well, Logan is gone, and so there's not a rose for him, and right. I, and everybody just in who I was watching with, we all said, "Wait, what? We just thought Logan was on," you know the starboard side of the ship and he had to stay there for five days and then he's coming back, but maybe that's not fair. Maybe and why aren't the other people being being quarantined from each other? It's but just all of a sudden Logan has COVID and Logan has left the building.
1: Well and it's not like there's no room on the rolling hymen yeah. or whatever it is to have the um have Logan quarantine. I mean the boat holds like ten thousand people and there's thirty of them on there. <laughs> So they can put him anywhere. Number one, they really could. wouldn't it be great if if Gabby was like, um, I really would like a one on one date with Logan, but in because he has COVID, we're just going to do it via Zoom. And she like takes like a laptop to the tulip field or whatever, <laughs> and then she like takes a laptop to dinner, and, and <laughs> Logan's on the Zoom date.
0: It's That's funny. What I see. It's funny that you said that because my friend Susan texted me and she said, so Gabby has to cancel her cocktail party. If I were her, if I was Gabby, I would have a phone date or a texting date with every single one of those guys to see who could make her laugh, who doesn't know how to spell, who knows how to carry on a conversation. Just let, you know, let's test it out this way. I thought that was very good. The only thing that I can think of is that they're leaving Amsterdam. They're having to get back on a plane and and Amsterdam won't let Logan travel on a plane to get back home. So they're all leaving him there. Is the only thing I can think of. Because he, he had COVID and it was like, oh, so sad. And then all of a sudden he's off the show.
1: I don't think he has COVID.
0: <laughs> what do you think it is?
1: Well, it's a cruise ship. So chances are he's got dysentery. <laughs> which is the disease I associate with all cruise ships. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, who knows? Maybe he hooked up with Susie, the, uh, the S&M lady or something. I don't know. That's what I'm
0: saying. She's the, she's the only person that he had any contact with.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, the whole thing is weird. And the fact that, that Jesse wasn't honest with the guys or that he was very cryptic about there's been a problem and no one asked. Yeah. <laughs> weird. No
0: one says, where's Logan? Uh, yeah. They don't care. Gabby ends up taking three guys. To the next round. So that means Rachel has four. Gabby has three. Hers are Erich, which we didn't hear a lot from this episode. Jason, who we didn't hear a lot from this episode. And Johnny. So those are her three guys. She says adios dispenser, And of course, Nate earlier in the week. And so she has three going on. And Rachel has four going on. Hometowns next week. We're assuming they're going to actual Hometowns, according to the scenes from next week, it doesn't look like Rachel's going to have a good time on hometowns. I think it's going to be it's Tino's parents here. who kind of kill it for her because, they of course, like, Tino I think is still in her
1: lead. Yeah, they look a little, um, from what you see in the previews, they they were a little harsh. I think, like I think, yeah, one of, questioning
0: the process, wondering right. what this well, is all course.
1: about. Any any legitimate question, like um, you guys just met, um, this is too soon. You're living in a bubble. All mm-hmm. of those are taken as you know direct attacks on um, the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, um, Rachel's feelings are real, and she apparently has some sort of uh, uh, meltdown after one of those visits next week.
0: We, I just named them, but can you name the three guys Gabby's taking to hometowns?
1: Uh, which one is Gabby?
0: <laughs> the brown hair.
1: Um, Eric? <laughs> Ch- yes. Um, Jason? Yes. And um, the guy that looks like a serial killer, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. I did it? Very good. Awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but see, I was about to ask you, which one does she like the best? I don't well, know. That's what
1: I can't figure out because yeah. I don't think uh, Johnny gives me a little bit of a self-interested vibe. Like he's not there for the right reasons. If mm, you will. Mm-hmm. I think, think
0: Jason is there for the right reasons, but Jason is, is not there to do anything for the show. He's there feel- to like Gabby.
1: Do you feel like, like, uh, like Gabby is emotionally available?
0: Hmm. I think Gabby can compartmentalize and be emotionally available, but this is just a heightened environment where all the things just keep trudging up because she there. She's got this great personality that kind of came out during Clinton season, and we yeah, haven't but, seen that.
1: You know what? Juan Pablo had a great personality that came out during. That's the true. Season. That's true. That's true. That's true. By the way, the fact that he slept with Claire in the ocean on camera, still one of the greatest Bachelorette <laughs> mistake moments ever caught on camera, ever in the history of the show. Besides
0: Roz cheating on that guy at Jason Pavelka's
1: oh gosh, own cocktail the party. If they were to tap me and say, we want you to do a highlight reel of, of all the best moments, Nick Pavelka getting cheated on, And I, I, you know, the audience has to be sick of me bringing this up, but it never gets, never gets less entertaining (laughs) for me.
0: So Juan Pablo in the ocean, Jake getting cheated on at his own cocktail party. Yeah.
1: And and Emily
0: Maynard in her white shorts.
1: Uh, Emily Maynard. and, And then, and then, uh. The ch- when Harrison was going after the Chad, remember when he was like trying to walk off the set shirtless <laughs> and he was threatening people. And Harrison's like, what are you doing? Where, where are you, where are you going? <laughs> Those are the best.
0: He was going to get his deli meat. Everybody deli
1: made. knows that. I know these guys um, <laughs> or do some pu- uh, pergola pull-ups. Um, the other um, back to this season, I, I honestly, the, none, neither one of these girls in this season have made themselves more likable. Would you agree with mm,
0: that? I would agree.
1: I would yeah, agree. I mean, like, the, you know, they had all this momentum going in. They are in the convertible, smiling, and, you know, all that. And everyone's like, oh, great. It's, you know, two girls that got dumped by – who was the last guy that dumped him?
0: Clayton. Mm-hmm.
1: Two girls got dumped by Clayton. Um, and they need a redemption and all that. Everyone's all excited. And now it's just like, man, oh, man, you guys are exhausting. That's the way I feel they about
0: it. They are. I was very proud of Rachel for not crying this past episode. But what I think part of the dynamic that I was expecting that we're not getting as well is Rachel and Gabby interacting with each other. I don't care if they're not mixing their guys up. I would just like for them to get together and have conversations about these other guys, and you we mean can you're not see appreciative that.
1: appreciative of the fake cafe. Um,
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm I not. Care. I feel like we have. We, you know, how are you feeling? Great. How are you I feeling? Like Gabby
1: talks like a Kardashian, which is to me is incredibly annoying. I can't really deal with that. Uh, yeah, Smith, it gets
0: worse when she's tired yeah, or upset. She she, old, she, yeah. she gets into that kind when of nasal
1: no uh, she's dumping. Um,
0: Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Sad. Sad face. <laughs> so, Lindsay, I just, I was wondering if um, maybe you can have like an end of season party at, uh, maybe, maybe at, at your house there. You got okay. plenty of room there. You got a beautiful setup. Um, I'd be more than happy to bring a bevy of leather shorts, chains, ball gags. Maybe we can, maybe we can have some sort of Susie party. Gross, yeah.
0: <laughs> you just have what that kind of laying around over there.
1: What kind of candy would be in the bowl for the SM? <laughs>
0: Hey, thank you all for listening, and a big shout-out to last night's game for managing our official Bachelorette bracket. Check out the show notes and come join us. Congrats to Mary Adams, who is now in first. Kendall Appel, Cara Gray, and Amy Cooper rounding out fourth place. Way to go, ladies. If you'd like to read a recap of Gabby and Rachel's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. And make sure to check out the handy cast... The handy cast cheat sheet the handy cheat sheet for the cast maybe that's how I should say it I'm not going to edit this I've left for you in the show notes remember one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes it would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts make sure to follow me on all the socials you can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook and don't forget to check out my real books Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story you can find them wherever books are sold Y'all stay safe, have courage and be kind out there until we're de- <laughs> until we're together again. Love you mean it. Texas forever. That was good.